Three for the Money is brought to you by the Trend Center app. This is the best tool for sports betting research. Okay. On the Trend Center app, you can test betting systems from the past 20 years, explore thousands of existing trends and systems from the top betting experts. Choose from hundreds of filters to test different systems for each sport. Save these trends and get notified when these systems have games. Download the app for free using the link in our description and get a free two-week premium trial using the code TFTM. The normal free trial, free, the normal free trial is three days. Uh, kind of a big deal. Upgrade your sports betting research today. Okay, let's get into the show. Okay, okay, okay. We're here. We're back. It's three for the money. New episodes every Thursday, and the regular season is over of the NFL. Uh, season and now we're on to the playoffs and I'm going to be honest I'm pretty thankful that we're we're done with the regular season I I am very hopeful to not watch any poopy dookie football from now on for for the rest of this season Um, I'm very excited for the playoffs Uh, we got six games on the slate uh, but let's talk about last week for a quick sec like I said last week on the pod, I am officially back. I believe I went six and three last week. I went six and two this week and won my surefire pick. Um, I'm red, white, lava hot. Um, unless you tailed me for the college, uh, the college national championship, that did not go well for me. But that's okay. That's that's besides the point. That's besides the show. Chris, how did you do last week? I was okay. I was the definition of okay. I went five and five, but I did hit my surefire. Antonio Pierce coming through for me one more time. Just just going out with your boys. That feels great. So um, hit my surefire. So I was in the green. Five and five with a double unit win. We'll take it all day. Uh, Sean, how'd you do? Well, um, as I said last week, I have been on a month cold streak. And. I'm proud to announce that has ended. I went seven and three on the weekend. Um, had a had triple unit play on the national championship game. Michigan, I bought Michigan down to minus three and a half thanks to a uh, a DraftKings boost that they gave me, so I could still get value, play it safe a little bit. Um, so I, it's been good. It's been. I'm very surprised. The <laughs> that's what you uh, want to hear. <laughs> yeah, it had to happen eventually. It had to happen eventually, but yeah, seven and three, um, certified back. Hell yes. And now we're on to the big boy football of the season. That's the playoffs. There's six games on the slate. Um, I should have counted this in my head, but I think there's 13 football games left. Um, uh, we don't have to six, do that math right now. Sure. But, yeah, it's 13. Yes, not a lot of football left, but we're here. We're going to savor it. We're going to savor it by winning some bets. Okay, first we, game. Hold on, Will. Do we want to go into the events that has 
transpired around the league. I mean, uh, a lot of a lot of coaching changes. Maybe at the end. We kind of maybe at the end. Okay. We only got six maybe games. We really got to talk about, and then our surefires. Right. And then we we can go from there. Okay. Um. You can do that. Yes. Okay. First game: Browns at Texans. Joe Flacco, C.J. Stroud. Texans have a home playoff game. Okay. Uh, they're underdogs at home by two and a half. Okay. Uh, typically, rookies start rookie starting quarterbacks don't do very well in in the playoffs against you know quarterbacks that are not rookies in the playoffs you know um <laughs> i think they're called well said. Well i think said. they're called veterans yes monster stats by me um but yes this line seems correct to me i don't know i don't know how you guys see it um i think it's right yeah it it's it feels right texans are kind of new on the block to being good again so cj stroud looking hot joe flacco looking hot as well but in an old way um chris what do you think about this game i'm going with the hot quarterback and i'm talking about joe flacco uh i've been riding i've been riding the brownies to end the season so uh, i'm gonna keep riding them i mean this team, this defense is so good. They can mess around and go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> they definitely could. They are like the one team where if they, like when they play the, if they play the Ravens, I think they have a legitimate chance of beating them. That defense is so good. And Flacco is playing very well. Not just well for like an old guy coming in off the couch. He's playing very well. So give me the Brownies minus two and a half. Like I, this is fun. It's fun to watch this team. I said it a few weeks ago, and I'm. It's still fun. These guys rock. Um, Browns minus two and a half, and um, I might, I might get a little sprinkle on maybe a Super Bowl appearance. Honestly, that's how. That's how. Call me crazy. That's how much I love this team. But uh, Sean, what do you think? Well, I think it's. I think it's great what the Texans have done this season. I mean. What a turnaround from the AFC's worst team last year, uh, ended the season 3-13-1, to winning a division title and getting in the playoffs. That's just something short of a miracle, honestly. Um, I think they have a very bright future ahead of them, and I hate it, but I love the Flacco comeback. He has just taken this offense to another level. Every playmaker is getting involved, and they have one of the top defenses in the league. And I feel comfortable laying these points on the road. I'm, I'm taking the Browns minus two and a half. Let's go. Well, what you got? Um, I'm taking the Texans here. I know this is a weird pick. I just got a, a feeling, you know, it's – I I under I recognize that that Joe Flacco is playing very very well and they they have a Super Bowl caliber defense on in uh in Cleveland but I don't know I I'm thinking this might be the 
the the playoff game every year that some scrappy team has that has no business winning wins. That's that's how I look at this game. It's the first game of the slate. It's Saturday in like the middle of the day. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know why I see that, but it's it's just what I'm seeing. It's just what I'm feeling. I'm going with my gut. This is a gut pick. Texans plus uh, two and a half here. That's I honestly have no rhyme or reason except for it's it's a gut gut play. Um, and I don't know Browns. I mean, it's very easy for them to screw things up. Browns is Browns, so. But also, Texans. Like, like the Texans have an elite history of winning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Um, Not wrong. Yeah. But I'm going out on a limb. Um, okay, next game, Saturday night. The Dolphins at the Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by four and a half. Okay. This game is going to be incredibly cold. I believe the forecast is negative five. It's, I think it's like, I think I saw it was like minus 20 with wind chill yeah. or something. That's crazy. I yeah. love it. It's crazy. Yeah. What's, uh, what's the point of things being that cold? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's just, that's so cold. I can't even fathom how cold that is. What happened to this whole global warming thing I was hearing so much about? I don't know, man. <laughs> I <laughs> I just gamble. Um, <laughs> um, That's what I'm going to say. Anytime, I don't take science. I don't take science into account. I just gamble. Anytime somebody asks me a question about something serious, I don't know, man. I just gamble. <laughs> <laughs> We could talk ball. That's uh, that's good. That's <laughs> that's a great quote. <laughs> that's a great quote. I don't know much oh. about science. Um. Anyway, Dolphins, Chiefs, Dolphins, crown the frauds of uh of the year. Um. They haven't really. I don't know who they've beaten that have a record over five hundred. Cowboys. Oh yep. yeah. That's that's it though. Yeah. Is the one team. Yeah. Which the Patriots this season have more wins against above five hundred teams. I don't know if you guys knew that. Look it hmm. up. There's oh a stat. God. There's a stat. Bills, your ass. Bills yeah. and who? I don't know. I just saw a tweet. <laughs> well, they, <laughs> they it was on the internet. Games. I don't know. It was on they the won, internet. They won four games. They beat the Bills. They beat the Jets. Well, they only have to beat one more team. That's what I'm saying. I can't. I... <laughs> Who else did they beat? I'm did they, did they beat the Steelers? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. On that Thursday night game where they, Bailey Zappi, they, like. Yes, they did beat yeah, the Steelers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they did. Yep. Yeah. There yep. we go. The internet prevails again. Okay. Um, Chiefs, not really looking like the Chiefs of the past. But I don't know here. I don't know. Sean, what do you think about this game? Uh honestly, it's it's the way these teams are playing right now, it's kind of hard for me to lay any points on this. Um 
I mean, God, just a few weeks ago, the Dolphins were looking to for the at the one seed, and now they've fallen all the way to six. Uh, I mean, the Chiefs have won two in a row. Um, and you know, Mahomes has like a an, an insane postseason record of like eleven and three. Uh, I do think the Chiefs will win, but their offense just isn't as terrifying as it's been in you know recent years. Um, I'm going to lay the under here, under 44. Um, I locked it in uh, today before you know I saw the the weather reports and stuff, but. I love the weather reports even more for this under. And I want I want this to be clear though. This is not a prime time under bet. They're dead. They're they're dead. Um this is a offense is not firing all cylinders play. It's it's also worthy to note that the Chiefs in their last 7 home games are 7 and 0 on the under. And the last oh. time the Chiefs uh, the last time a Chiefs game went over in Arrowhead was week three when they stomped the Bears 41 to 10, which I believe was the first Taylor Swift game. Yes, I believe that was as well. So I'm 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 laying the under under 44. Um, get it as soon as you see this. Uh, I would I would probably buy this down to uh, 41 and a half maybe 40 but yeah go under here you gotta these offenses aren't they're not clicking like they were you know it dolphins aren't clicking like they were earlier in the season the chiefs aren't clicking like they were last season so it's a it's an underplay chris what you got that is an excellent point um i gotta go with what i've been saying all year the dolphins like you said, well, they're the frauds of the season. They fold against any team they play with a pulse. Um, I said all year they're going to have to go on the road uh, in the playoffs, go somewhere cold, and they're going to lose. So I'm taking Chiefs minus four. I have, I've been saying it all year. I got to ride with it. Um, also, I mean, the Dolphins—they're just not very good. Like they're—they're they're not. That anytime they play a team worth a shit, they they just don't know what the hell to do. They didn't score at all in the second half against the Bills. <laughs> and they had plenty of opportunity. So I just, I don't believe in Miami whatsoever. And is Waddle going to play? Uh, I, I think have he's, no clue. I, I don't think so. Like, I, would, I don't, I, I don't think it's looking too good. Even if he plays. I mean, he definitely won't be 100%. Tyreek looked like shit, too, last week. He had two easy catches that just bounced off his hands. So, yeah, give me the Chiefs. I like. I know the Chiefs' offense damn sure ain't what it used to be. But, I mean, their defense is pretty good. Actually, it's really good. So, give me the Chiefs minus four here. And, actually, I, I feel pretty comfortable with it. So, uh, Will, what are we taking? So, my play for this game is the under. I love this under 44. This is not a prime time under system play. This is a both teams offenses are not firing on all cylinders play. Chiefs have a good defense. And I mean, the biggest obstacle that the Dolphins have is that it's cold. And 
huge obstacle. I mean, that's co- that's colder than like a freezer. It's more freezer than a freezer. I don't know. It's so cold. Yeah. I just can't yeah. even I just can't even I don't I don't think I've ever been in somewhere that that is that cold. That's so cold, bro. I don't know. And they're going to be in like pads and like running around and shit. Uh, I'm taking the under under 44. Um, and but you know, there, there will still be guys out there. Like, you know, like no sleeves or anything, you know, like straight. Like uh, those are the, those are the hosses. There's going to be those some, the li- some alignment from fucking like Iowa out there. That's going to be like, this ain't even that cold. <laughs> he's going to be, he's going to be out there pregame, like barefoot gym shorts and like a like, hoodie, like, like Ben Jones. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Snowing in Green at Bay. Lambo, out there at Lambeau. At Lambeau. Yeah. Like, like, all right. It's okay to say you're cold, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's just, Ben Jones was just that guy. He, oh. Everybody, every, we all know that guy that is, that walks around in gym shorts in a blizzard. We all know that guy. <laughs> ben Jones is that guy. Yeah. Yes. The fat, fat fatties will not be wearing sleeves. Uh, but yes, the under is my play. All right, next game, Steelers at Bills. I think this game will also be quite cold. Uh, I don't know how cold. Uh, Bills are favored by 10. Okay, Bills, been running the gauntlet here, all right? Steelers can't have sort of put it together the past couple of weeks. Um, But I, I don't think TJ Watt's playing. Um, He's not. He's, he's out. Not. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and, and throw this out there. I'm taking Bills minus 10 here. This is, I think the Bills are going to stomp them. Normally, I'm pretty uh, pretty not keen on the Bills stomping people because it feels like they just only do it like like less than half of the time when they're, then they're favored by these huge numbers. But, I mean, TJ Watt's not playing, and... They got they got Kenny only throws pickets back there. I, I'm I'm taking the Bills minus ten, and that's, I mean that's really it. That's really all I got. Um, Chris, what do you think about this game? I'm glad you mentioned the uh, the weather. It is going to be cold. It's also going to be windy as hell. I Ooh. saw wind gusts anywhere up to twenty miles an hour are possible. So, oh, under. Under 36 and a half. Pretty sure it's the lowest under the weekend. I don't care. Um, Absolutely. It is. It, this is going to be a gross game. Like, it's going to it's gonna suck. Let's be honest. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, nobody's going to want to throw the ball. They're just going to run the damn thing. Um, also, Will, I, I'm going to be honest. Don't love the Villas minus 10 just because they play down to inferior competition all the fucking time. <laughs> like, they... I feel like they beat good teams, but like, will by like a field goal or less against like these dog shit teams, or they'll lose like they did to the Patriots. So, I think this game is going to be actually kind of close, which is weird to say, but uh, I'm just going to take this under. I think it's going to be like a. I I don't think any team. It might be seventeen thirteen. I don't think other team is, is going to break twenty. If I'm being honest. So, uh, Sean, what are you taking? I would love um, seventeen take, thirteen. Oh. oh, that's true. Just say. Yeah, that's true. Go ahead. 
Go ahead. Tony. Um, but I am I am taking the exact same thing under thirty six. Um, and you know, <laughs> this is so low, but this is one hundred percent an under game. It has to be, and you know, Josh Allen can make as many mistakes as he as he wants in this game that the bills defense is going to bail him out just like they did in the in the dolphins game i mean that bills defense held the dolphins to a hundred yards in the second half a hundred yards wasn't Tua tonga vailoa the passing leader this year it was wasn't Tyreek Hill? Wasn't Tyreek Hill the, you know, yeah, the they, reception leader this year? They couldn't do shit. They couldn't that. do shit. That Bills defense is on it, and you know, the only thing that kind of makes me nervous about this game is that since Mason Rudolph took over as starting QB, which is only three games, they are, they are averaging twenty-seven points a game as a team which I think is insane, but it's kind of crazy. That's, that's <laughs> insane. Not a big uh, sample size, not a big sample size, but you know, you, I don't know. It's, it's still like numbers are numbers. You, you had, yeah. Numbers are numbers. You had, you had to get up into like the upper 20 somehow. So that's the only thing that really makes me nervous, but I feel very confident in laying under 36 here. Very confident. All right. Love it. That That is that game. The next game, I don't know what time this game is, uh, but we're talking Packers. Three o'clock. Is it three o'clock? Okay. This seems like, I mean, this even looks like a regular season three o'clock game. Packers at the Cowboys. Cowboys are favored by seven and a half. Okay. This is, this is a, I don't know, could be a make or break style game for for the for the Cowboys. If they can win convincingly, then they might be able to do it. You know? Dak's been playing not terrible and their defense is always great. I don't know here. Um I'm gonna throw it to Sean. What do what do you think, Sean? I'm rocking with the boys at home. They are by far the best team at home in the past two seasons. They average over 37 points per game at home, winning six of them by 20 or more this season. CeeDee Lamb is just on one right now. He has to be, besides you know Tyreek Hill, he has to be the best wide receiver in the league right now. And I think him and Dak are just, they just keep this team rolling at home. And this Packers pass defense is a bottom five at best. They stink. They stink at pass defense. I mean, hell, a couple weeks ago, they let the Panthers score 30 on them. The Panthers. Yes, they did. Dude, Cowboys minus seven and a half. It's absolutely the play. You cannot take a road team in dallas to cover you can't do it it's it's not going to turn out well if you do 
with that being said, Chris, what is your pick? <laughs> I had no idea what to do with this game. I had written down just because I don't like the Cowboys Packers plus seven and a half question mark. So um, I'm definitely not taking that anymore because Sean was very convincing in his argument. But like I said, I dislike the Cowboys. When in doubt, take the over, over 50 and a half. Sean said they're averaging 30 something points at home. That's fine. Give me, if I can get at least 30 points, this over is hitting. Because Packers, they're no slouch. Like they yes. can, they, they can, can score. Kind of move the ball. So I think over 50 and a half inside, I like, don't even have to worry about that shitty weather. That's, it feels like it's everywhere in the country right now. So uh, give me over 50 and a half. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun on a Saturday after or Sunday afternoon. So, Will, what are you taking? I am agreeing with you, Christopher. I will all be right, taking the right. over 50 and a half. Uh, I mean, you you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, the Cowboys are averaging 38 points at home. And, I mean, Packers are scoring 30 pretty often everywhere. So, uh, I think I went over that like uh, like a week or two ago. Packers offense is is low key underrated. Um kind of putting up uh Jordan Love putting up better numbers in his rookie year than Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. I think I saw that at work when they just had first take on or whatever. I don't know. Um but I did see those numbers. He's got more yards and more touchdowns than both of them in in his rookie year. So, I will be taking the over 50 and a half yeah, uh, this game, I hope, is not the afternoon nap game. Uh, I hope it's the awesome game of the afternoon. Okay, Dep- next It game. depends on how much you drink for the Bill Steelers. <laughs> yes, that's... Am I wrong? No. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all, sir. All right, next game, Rams at Lions. Major, major awesome game potential here. Matt Stafford returning to Detroit in the playoffs uh, seems like just a, a perfect storm of the Lions losing a game in fantastic fashion once again. But the Lions are favored by three. I'm going to throw it to Chris first. What do you think of this game, sir? This game makes me nervous because, like you said, it – this just feels like a Lions choke spot. You know, they lose to the guy who they just, who carried their franchise for years. But I'm going to bet the Lions. And I got a little stat from our friends over at Trend Center to back me up. Since 2021, when the Lions are at home and the spread is less than seven and, a, and they're favored by less than seven and a half, they are 17 4 and 1 against the spread. Nine and mm. one in their last ten. I know it's the playoffs. I know it's a different animal. But seventeen four and one, I'll I'll take my chances. That's a damn good number. And you know what? It's I said this at the beginning of the year. It is fun to root for the Lions. So I want to have fun. That's why we kind of why we do this is to have fun. It's so Lions minus three and a half. You know what? They're gonna ruin Stafford's homecoming. Let's let's go. I want the Lions goes. I want Lions Brown Super Bowl. That's what I want. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god! 
That's what I want. I, Talk I, about the awesome. least watched Super Bowl of all time. Talk you, like just. <laughs> if you're a football fan, you're watching that. That rocks. If you're a football fan, but if you're like America, you're like. They'll watch uh, it anyway. Who cares? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the NFL owns the like they could put Steelers like whoever like Bill or Steelers whoever the fuck some shitty game on like Christmas morning at 7 a.m. and people will be like, you know what? I'll I'll check it out. <laughs> it's on. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have it on well I'll, I'll have it on mute, but I'll I'll check it out, you know. <laughs> but okay. Uh, okay. so yeah, Lions minus three and a half. You got the numbers to back it up. Um Will, what are you taking? So Chris, before I give out my pick, I want to say that I fully respect your pick. Uh oh. This is not a uh-oh. This is, I think that everyone is predicting the Lions to drop this game. So I think that everyone is on the Rams here. So I think that the Lions is the play. However, that is not what I'm taking. I'll be taking the over. Rams offense is electric, and the Lions offense is very electric. I... It's over 51 and a half. I love this. I love this over. Uh, I think I I think this hits with ease. I mean, Jared Goff inside. We got Matthew Stafford with Cooper Cup and, and Puka Nakua, who hit the record for the most receptions and yards by a rookie, which is insane that that yeah. it's even able to be broken. Um, Kyron Williams has been playing out of his mind. Um, I mean, the only thing that's stopping these two is uh, these two teams is, is their quarterbacks. Cause both of them are at least going to throw a pick both of them. Maybe not golf just because it's inside, but definitely Stafford, you know, that's like it's our friend Bobby's system play. Whenever Matthew Stafford plays always has him to throw a pick. It's, it's Stafford. Wins. Stafford, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes. Every yeah. game. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I, I think it's worked out for him. Um, yeah. But yes, I will be taking over 51 and a half. I'm already counting that as a win. Sean, what is your play here? Well, I've got three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, first off, it's it's the Lions team total. It's inside. I have said that as long as the Lions play inside, I will bet their team total. I do think the books are getting wise on this because it their their team total for the past like three weeks have been like 23, 24 and a half. This week it has shot up to 28 and a half. Um, I'm still going to take it. I'm still going to take it. Uh, they're Like I said, they're playing inside. It's automatic. But, man, I'm going to be the real party pooper here. Chris, I respect your pick. I want the Lions to do well. I really, I really do. I really, (laughs) really do. And I will not be mad if this bet loses. But as we discussed last week, this is the final Infinity Gym in the Gauntlet of Pain. <laughs> who else 
do the Lions lose to in their first home playoff game since 1994? For the record, that is before all three of us were born. Yep. Yep. Matthew Stafford making his return to Detroit for the first time since the trade. I think I will lay a full unit on the points for the Rams, plus three and a half, but a half unit on Rams' money line. I hate that I'm making this pick. I hate it. I want the Lions to be good. I want to have fun, but I also like money, and I just know the pain that Lions fans have been through for 30 years, if not more. (laughs) But the sooner the Lions get out of the playoffs, the sooner Ben Johnson can start taking head coaching interviews, and fingers crossed, (laughs) he comes to the Titans. So... Rams plus three and a half and money line half unit is the play. All right. Okay. Next game. Last game. Monday night, I believe. Um, we got the Philadelphia Eagles at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bucca- Buccaneers are underdogs by three. Okay. This line also feels correct. Um birds have been kind of kind of sputtering out lately uh you know, the past couple of weeks i mean they've had a, a couple of wins here and there but all in all they're on a huge downslide like they went to the super bowl last year but everyone in philly wants their coach fired it's crazy um you could uh you could say they've uh clipped a wing you that is the thing that you could say yes <laughs> Some someone could say that. Yes. Uh, I said it. <laughs> um but yeah, Buccaneers underdog by three at home. Uh me and Sean were talking about this game yesterday. This this game just seems pretty sloppy. Like just this seems like gonna be the slop game, not because of like weather or or any outside factors. It just it's just it's just gonna be sloppy. This this seems like a like Bucks can't seem to get out of their own way when they're score when trying to score points. I mean, Bird's offense has been very lackluster the past few weeks. Uh, I'm going under 44. This is not a prime time under system play. This is a both offenses are are poopy play, and I think this is the game where some fuck shit happens. Like some some fuck shit will happen. I don't know how else to explain it other than that. <laughs> but that's my play under uh Sean, what do you think? Well, I I completely agree. Uh some some weird shit is going to go down. 100%. Uh the Eagles are absolutely broken. They let the NFC East title just slip right through their fingers. Um their defense is a complete disaster and their offense has not done anything at all. Uh, Jalen Hurts has, has failed to throw a touchdown pass in his last four games. That's crazy. He, yeah, I, I don't really see this being a problem, but he dislocated his finger last week against the giants. Um, 
plain and simple, I have no faith in the Eagles. This is a this is a fuck shit game, like you said. Um, if the playoffs started six weeks ago, everyone knows that the Eagles would absolutely stomp the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But and I'm this is good. I'm I'm playing the Bucks plus three. Let's just get that out of the way. I'm taking Bucks plus three. This is a game like we we talked about on like yesterday, uh, Will. Um, there's going to be some weird like missed field goal, mi- uh, like missed two point conversion, like something is going to go wrong for the Eagles. What is that noise? Why I noise? believe that that's the uh, the heat. Yeah. Chris, can you turn your mic down a little bit? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Can you okay. still hear it? Yeah, that's better. Okay. Well, no, I can't hear it, and that's that's good. But, okay, okay. Yep. But, yeah, I just – I I have no faith in the Eagles right now. Um, they went to a Super Bowl last year. I think they get kicked out first round. I I – the Bucks baked up a division title um (laughs) and i think i think they i think they keep it rolling to to face the 49ers or or the cowboys for the division games next week so but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lay money line um i'm just gonna lay points bucks plus three uh chris uh i agree this game is gonna be sloppy uh i'm taking under 44 I'm riding with Will. Both these quarterbacks are hurt. Uh, Jalen Hurts has been hurt for, I feel like, almost the entire season. Baker, I mean, these last few games, the last two especially, he does not look good. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have scored one touchdown in their last eight quarters of football, and that is against the New Orleans Saints and the Carolina Panthers. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they had, like, division on the line, Go to Carolina, got to win this game. They kicked three field goals. Granted, they won, obviously, but they kicked three field goals. Yeah. This offense can't do shit right now. Uh, n- neither offense can do shit right now. So, yeah, give me under 44. Um, I think this game's going to suck. Plain and simple. So. Hell yes. Okay. Now that we've gone over every single game for this week, in this week one of the NFL playoffs, let's go over our double unit surefire plays of the week. Chris, I choose you to go first. All right. Well, I said it earlier. Um, I was very, very comfortable laying the minus four with the Chiefs. So, shit, let's just make it a surefire. Um, they're going to dominate this game. Got a little stat. Um this is courtesy of just Twitter, <laughs> but it is true. I looked at it. I looked into it. Uh, since 2017, when the Dolphins are playing a football game, when the temperature is below 40 degrees, they are 0 and 11. Oh, gross! Gross. They can't. They can't play in the cold. They just simply can't. And I believe this game is going to be slightly below 40 degrees. If we said that, like just just a hair. Yeah. 
So just um, like just like a touch. Just like what, like forty degrees below that. So yeah. uh, give maybe me six, give, maybe sixty. Sixty factoring the windshield. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, give me the Chiefs minus four all day. I they're gonna womp. Like I know their offense. This is the game though. They they're gonna look good, and everyone's gonna be like, oh, Chiefs are back. Chiefs Super Bowl back on, and so that's just what's gonna happen. I've seen this. I've seen this movie before. Give me the Chiefs minus four all damn day. Will, I would love to hear your double unit surefire play of the week. Okay, this week for my double unit surefire play of the week, it is a it is a uh, a play that I'm all too familiar with, but I'm taking it this this week for a different reason. It's the under in the Finns Chiefs under forty four. Yeah, what's going to be negative five degrees, brother? That's too cold. We've gone over this. That's too cold. I'm taking the under. It's it's quite simple. It's not. It's it's rudimentary. It's elementary. It's this is a dub. This is a double unit dub, under forty four. Uh, I wish I had some more stats to back it up, but I mean, Dolphins have been on a slide, and this is not the same Chiefs offense. Uh, Chiefs defense is very good. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, that's it. Uh, Sean, what is your double unit play this week? My double unit surefire play of the week is Steelers bills under 36 and under 36, excuse me. Um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but Steelers and bills both finished the season at 11 and six on the under. Seven of the last 10 Bills games have gone under. Seven of the last eight games against the, the Bills have played against the Steelers have gone under. Six of the last seven Bills games played at home have gone under. Seven of the last nine Steelers road games have gone under. And I, I was saving this one. I also saw a stat today that the that unders with uh, wind speeds averaging 17 miles per hour are 14, 2, and 1. It doesn't Let's get – you can't – you can't – you can't make this up. It get doesn't em. get any – it doesn't get any better than this. Get um. It doesn't get any better than this. Under 36, double unit. I was thinking about saying triple unit, but – I already got three plays on the on the uh, the Rams Lions game, so we're just we're just gonna keep it simple at, at, at double unit. Okay, hell yes, that's our surefire picks. Um, well, that's it for the games. We, we we probably got some time to go over all the shenanigans that have happened this past week. Got a little. What bit. do y'all think? Sure. Where do you want to start? I don't know. Um, do we want to start close to home or far away from home? Well, Pete Carroll was uh, is not returning as head coach. That's pretty far away from home. Yeah, let's start I mean, with he's that. Like, he's like seventy two years old. That's not really, yeah, shocking. He's going to be I, like an, an administrator or something, or an advisor or something like that. Yeah, so it's that's just not something, some retirement. Like it's like, yeah, you can still do this if you're old. <laughs> yeah exactly like i mean he he was i guess you can say was now the oldest coach in the nfl 
So mm-hmm. it, you can't really be shocked when like a 72 year old man decides to stop. Well, I guess it wasn't really, it might've been his decision. I don't it, it, This feels like one of those, like not really, I guess you can't say mutual parting of ways if he's going to be on the same, if he's still going to be on, with the team, but it was like a mutual decision to like, Hey man, like we're rebuilding. I'm 72 years old. Like <laughs> let's uh, maybe get some fresh blood in here. That's what this feels like, at least to me. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, you, you can't really tell if it's you know him leaving or them wanting him to leave. But I will say, Pete Carroll for seventy two, seventy three, looks damn good. Yeah, looks damn good for someone that old, for anyone that old. Oh no, like anytime I tell people like who like aren't super into football, I'm like, you know, he's like almost seventy three. They're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he's. He's always like moving down the sidelines too. Like he's never like standing still. Yeah. It's probably all the gum yeah, I, he chews. That's it. That's the secret. Yeah. <laughs> all these old people always have a weird secret. Maybe that's it. Just yeah. chew a shit ton of gum. <laughs> it's like that it's like that one woman who drank nothing but like Dr. Pepper and lived to like the ripe old age of like hundred and eleven or something. Something like that. Something yeah. fucking insane. The great Those taste of Dr. Pepper. okay um that was that arthur smith not returning um shocker yeah shocker okay hold on uh speaking of that game was was Jameis wrong no for what he did no you want to give this boy a touchdown yeah like i think that okay jamal williams 17 touchdowns last year led the league led the league in in rushing touchdowns didn't have a single one this entire year because the saints had like some weird like injuries or whatever and he was basically playing like fullback from what i understand like, he... yeah like he would come in like kinda sometimes but like like as um, probably less than Taysom hill like i didn't watch Many New Orleans. Oh yeah, yeah. But the definitely games I less. Saw, I never saw him. Yeah, definitely yeah. less than Taysom Hill. But like, man, to have a lead leading lead leading season, and then just have have a goose egg until like victory formation. That's. I would want a touchdown too, if I'm being honest. If that were that's me. Like, he didn't even me, say that was James. Yeah. Jameis made that call. At least he, that's what the report is. like Jameis said, like, yeah, I want to get my guy a touchdown. Well, I thought it was like a I thought it was a team he said it was a team decision. Like, is everybody okay with this? May okay. Well, yeah, but like that yeah, wasn't but the he call. called it. He yeah, called it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I love it. I like I don't think it was wrong. Um it, just get your boy a touchdown. It's it's not like a organizational problem. It's not a fran it's not a you know franchise problem it's not the saints doing this it's just what the team called they called an audible and they wanted to get <laughs> like there's yeah. a reason like these guys like i don't know if you've seen when they're whenever they're like grand they're not asked very often but whenever they're asked about Jameis, they love this guy like he is the definition of a oh yeah he's room guy. he's he's he one of the best teammates war. he's one of the best teammates you can have he will go to war for anybody like on his team. And 
did you see what Shannon Sharp said about Jameis? Yeah. 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 Shannon Sharp's a pussy. <laughs> That's <laughs> some <laughs> pussy shit. That, uh, oh, he should be kicked off the team? Nah, that's no, that's ridiculous. that's too much. That's, that's ridiculous. That is kind of ridiculous. That's bitch shit, man. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, for Shady think... Sharp to say that, like, yeah, that a very that... much also locker room guy. That was weird. Yeah, and also Stephen A. You know, sitting right next to him, just being a dick writer for shannon sharp just like agreeing well, with whatever he says i'm Stephen a just i don't know he i he doesn't believe anything he, he says anymore so i i have a hard time believing it so yes but, i think there's kind of two ways you can kind of look at this it's like yeah sure he wanted to get his boys touchdown you know whatever um but also like i don't know man game's over you gotta do that I know that like it ended up to where neither of the those teams went to the playoffs. So I guess it ultimately doesn't matter, but it's like dude, you you won. I I think that if this game would have happened at any it's very other unsportsmanlike. Point, it is very unsportsmanlike, but I think if I don't I, I think if this game happened at any other point in the regular season, they wouldn't have done that. It was specifically a last week of the regular season type of thing. And also, I don't – also, it didn't cost Arthur Smith his job. Like, he was already going to no. get fired. <laughs> regard, they, they were already going to lose anyway. By a lot. So, yeah, by, like, a lot. And so, I don't – it's very unsportsmanlike, but I get the player decision. I'm, yeah, I mean, I get it. It's just, yeah, you know, you don't, you don't do that. You know, I, it's it's unsportsmanlike, and but I also think that this isn't really a huge deal. I don't know if this is going to be like a hot take or anything. I don't know. I don't believe running up the score in the NFL is like a big deal. Like these are millionaires we're talking about. They're not. They don't. They're not going to get their feelings hurt. They're professionals. Like when the lot when the Dolphins were up by by forty by what forty three and still airing the ball out against the Broncos, no one was being like, "Oh, that's unsportsmanlike." Like, we're like, "That's awesome!" Like they're having fun. They're scoring seventy points. Right. So we can't get up all our tidy whities up our assholes when fuck it when they're trying to get one of their guys a touchdown the last play. A That's guy a who, like point. we have said, led the league in rushing touchdowns last year. Like he's got. I, to like I agree so, with that. That's I don't think running point. up the score in the NFL is really a thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, the they're professional. This is this is professional football. Yeah, you have to know, like, or or if you're gonna get beat down, you're gonna get beat down. If you don't mm-hmm. want, like, you don't want them yeah. to score, stop them. Stop them. Yeah, exactly. So. That's what, yeah, that's always been my thing. It's like, you don't want them to do that, then don't let them. Right. Like, that's, maybe they gave up. <laughs> maybe we should be talking about that. Yeah. Um. Okay. Next thing. Uh, it's the big one. Yeah. Mm. Let's just, let's just, let's just get this over with. Frable's gone. 
it's a lot of mixed emotions uh for me um you know lost a lot of games this this past year and the year before and like i get it like yeah it kind of doesn't matter what coach you are if you lose that many games then it's it's uh you know it's not really a, a good look um but i also understand the other part of it where it's we had injuries and you know we we drafted caleb farley and we drafted isaiah wilson we didn't have an offensive line we couldn't get anything going uh we traded away aj brown that was the turning point for this team we traded away aj brown two years ago and if you would have told me that two years ago that before the draft that we would trade away A.J. Brown. Derrick Henry wouldn't be on our team. I guess he could still be on our team, but it's I, I guess it's unlikely. Um, Almost certainly will not. <laughs> yeah. Pretty we wouldn't have Kevin Byard, and Mike Vrabel wouldn't be the coach. I'd be like, this is, this is insane. This is crazy. And it's all thanks to John Robertson. I think that's the turning point. With, I think if you oh, if you 100%. told me if you told me two years ago John Robinson wasn't going to be the GM I'd be like what so that I think honestly, yeah I think that's the, the I think that's the least shocking thing out of all of those things is that yeah Jr isn't the GM it's like what nah that can't be right but yeah, it uh, that's very mixed emotions on my end like uh it, it kind of seemed like he was playing mind games sometimes with these press conferences like dude i, I mean i get it I, you probably don't want to do this press but like just just answer the damn questions without without making it a hassle for anyone and rip the band-aid off in you're out you can go home it's just it felt like every time they were at a press conference, he was just playing mind games. Like, like right after when Will Levis threw four touchdowns and the entire, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say world, but the entire sort of NFL audience was like, oh, Will Levis threw for four touchdowns. Ryan Tannehill is gone. He's, he's out. Levis is in. That's it. That is what everyone thought. And then for the whole week leading up to that, he's just like, oh, you know, well, we're we're looking at we're we're looking at you know some well, all the options and seeing what what works well for us. It's just like, dude, he threw for four touchdowns, bro. Name that's, him the starter. That's what every coach would say. That is know, what dude. every that's what that's what I every mean, coach would say. That's what Belichick would say, like when you know when he benched. Mac, uh, you know, a couple dozen times or half a dozen times, I guess. But, you know, like he was like, he was like, who's going to be the starter next week, Mac or Zappy? And he's just like, oh, we're looking at it. Like, that's exactly how Belichick handled it, too. Like, it's, yeah, he got heat for it, but you don't want to put something out there that isn't 100% true. You want to, you want to make the decision when you make the decision. You can't make the decision when you're on the podium in front of everyone after after especially after a game when you have another game to prepare for so i i think that is it, i agree that like 
and it, you know, it worked out to where Levis was the the starter until he got hurt. And then, you know, Tannehill came back in, but yeah, I think it was the right move to just say, I don't know, because you don't want to put Levis, you don't want to put, you don't want to say Levis is going to go and then he gets, you know, hurt or like he has a bad practice or, you know, like, and then you got a whole nother like type of like heat coming for you after practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think what he, I, it's very, press conferences are very political. It's, it's, it's like, you have to say the right thing. You can't give too much away for, you know, but I, he did take the heat on the, on the Bayard trade. He was the, yes. Vrabel was the one that took the heat for the, for the Bayard trade. And yeah, and I don't think he should have. No, I don't. And you know what? I don't think Rand Carthon should have taken the heat uh, yesterday for the firing of Mike Vrabel. Yeah. I mean, going with the Bayard trade real quick, that, like, Bayard's not look good at all in Philly. Well, nobody looks good in Philly right now, so. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they got him to kind of add depth to a terrible secondary, and he's looked terrible. So I don't think anyone should really take the heat. Honestly, all things like in the moment it was yeah, like what the hell is going on? But now it's kind of like, okay, you kind of, kind of pulled the Belichick, like got rid of a guy like right before. I, I mean, obviously nobody knows what Byers going to do next year or the year after that. But as of right now, it looks like you got rid of a guy right at the end of his prime. So I don't hate the Byers move. I just, and I don't hate him not crowning Will Levis immediately because that's always kind of just all what Vrabel's done. Just don't yeah. I mean, like after a guy plays amazing, don't let him get a big head. You just gotta yeah, keep you, your keep your guys humble and when they play like shit, also pull them up. Gotta keep them as level as possible. And I mean I, I mean I agree Vrabel that he was kind of a sourpuss a lot at those press conferences when he didn't I mean have to be. he was fucking losing. Not I get too. it. Yes, like he's 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 mad. I'm yeah, mad. I'm, no, I know? get like, it. <laughs> like, but I was just saying, like, you could have been a little less of like a little grump. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's. I think it was. I think it was more tolerable when you know they had a winning record. But it it got more. I mean, yeah, you can do anything when you win. Yeah, you you can say whatever you want when you win, but like you can't. It. I I know that like the Nashville. Uh, media especially didn't like Vrabel last year and this year because you know he was still like being himself he's just being the way that he was but he wasn't winning and they didn't like that and I was just like he's the same guy he's answering the questions like he would if he was eight and oh or if he's yeah, that's... three and seven, mm-hmm. like, you know, like it's, it, he's answering the same questions the same way that he would either way. That's fair. Yes. I, uh, I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he's one guy. Um, but as we wrap up here, I do want to just mention, what's up, Sean? Yeah. Five minutes. Oh yeah. Um, I do just want to say, um, Low key, I think the Titans head coach job is 
probably the second most desirable. I was telling Chris before we record, we were recording. Uh, I mean, we got cap space. We got a quarterback. We still have D hop for a year and we have a great draft pick. Like, I feel like it's pretty, pretty attractive for, for an up and coming head coach. So that's just, uh, that's just speaking, what I got. Speaking of head coach real quick, we got four and a half minutes, but, um, Titans have requested to interview six uh, potential coaches. Uh, Lions, D.C., Aaron Glenn. Uh, Cowboys, D.C., Dan Quinn. Uh, Ravens, D.C., Mike McDonald. Uh, Raiders interim head coach, Antonio Pierce. And Giants OC, Mike Klafka? Is that how you say Yeah. And... Like um, and also uh, Ben Johnson. Who would who would you be like? No way, or let's go. I'll answer that real quick. Uh, it's going to seem a little controversial. Antonio Pierce, no way. Um, I love him. I love him to death. He's not the right fit because he is Mike Vrabel without the coaching experience. Mm-hmm. If we hire Antonio Pierce, there is zero reason to fire Mike Vrabel. Um, the only name on that list that I want is Ben Johnson. I was anyone else, I will be like, all right, whatever. Like, let's go. I don't, let's see how it plays out. I don't think Dan Quinn is a bad choice. Yeah. But if I'm picking Uh, defensive guys, I'm choosing the, uh, the Ravens DC because I mean, the Ravens defense is fucking awesome. Um, but okay, let's wrap this up. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Also Ben Johnson. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yes. um, Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, We really appreciate it. Like, comment, subscribe, interact with this any way you can. It really helps us out. uh, Whatever you do. Um, uh, Check out the Trend Center app with the link in our bio. When you sign up using our link, uh, you get a two-week free trial. The regular free trial is three days. Um, Super great for betting uh, betting trends uh they just got college basketball on um i think we've been hitting this uh like big east unders that's been hitting pretty pretty often oh yeah lately. that's that's been great yeah, that's been a, a really good trend for college basketball um since since that uh that, that came up um let's see hope i'm not missing anything follow us on everything like comment subscribe um yeah That's going to be it. There's three of us. Now let's make some money.